What up, everybody? I want to welcome you all back to the Socks and Sandals podcast, where society, culture, history, and religion collide, and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. It's your boy, Emmanuel, back in the kitchen. I'm whipping it up. And once again, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash SXSNDLS. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player if you still use one, okay? I know some of y'all still rocking the MP3 players. You, you don't got the smartphone yet. You got the flip phone and you got the MP3 player. I, I feel it. No judgment. You can get Audible too. Get your audiobooks. Get your inspiration for today. You know what I'm talking about? So, um, I wanna, once again, welcome y'all back. This week's episode, Flying Solo, um, I'm not going to do too many more solo episodes anytime soon because I'm going to be launching the Religion and Worldview series very soon, very soon. Actually, I think next week because I'm interviewing someone tonight. Yeah, so so next week uh, I'm going to start the series. And so we're going to talk about, you know, various religions and worldviews um, from, you know, whoever believes it from their perspective. We're going to talk about, you know how they came to the belief, why they believe it, why, you know, why they were attracted to it. And then we're going to get into, um, the four tenets of a, of a worldview or religion. So origin, meaning, morality, destiny, all that type of stuff. So we're going to break down. So, you know, I think, I think a lot of times when it comes to religion, we can kind of over generalize it. And, um, cause it's, it's a, there's a lot to learn, you know, but I always feel like and that's why i started this podcast we can learn from each other we can learn a lot from each other if we take the time to listen you know what i mean and as long as we foster an environment of unapologetic expression you know where everybody can come to the table and express who they are why they believe what they believe and just be free to do it then we can learn a lot from each other and we can go we can go far you know what i mean in my opinion so we'll see how far we go hopefully this podcast can foster a community of people that unapologetically express themselves and start conversations with people and have constructive conversations and not just debates you know what i'm saying so um yeah so that is going to be jumping off starting next week uh this week i'm going to go go in on uh white supremacy once again if you've been listening for any amount of time or at least the past six to eight weeks i have been going in heavy on it i just want us all to understand what it is how it works and let's not be caught off guard anymore it's 2018 is about to be 2020 uh it's 50 years yes it's been 50 years since martin luther king um was assassinated martin luther king and jfk and uh we have a long way to go when it comes to progress in this country we thought we were a lot further just because we had obama in office but obviously with trump coming in it has resurfaced a lot of things that have been basically you know dormant you know and just underneath kind of brewing within the country and now everything is coming up and we're like surprised so i want us to learn about white supremacy what it is how it works and let's not be surprised by it and so this week i'm gonna um I'm going to kind of read and react or play and react. It's going to be, um, there was a clip on CNN. It's the, the Cuomo show or something like that. So uh, I think his name is Chris Cuomo or something. He's a, he has a primetime show on CNN and he had two guests on the show 
uh, David Urban, he's a right-wing pundit, and Van Jones, he's a left-wing pundit. And so they were discussing um, Trump, like most <laughs> CNN shows or whatever news shows do, and they were talking about you know Trump canceling the Eagles event at the White House. You know, the Eagles won the Super Bowl every year. The Super Bowl team gets invited to the White House in the summer to be con congratulated by the, the president. They take photos. They give the president a jersey, blah, 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 all that type of stuff. So basically, you know, with the climate, with the NFL and the kneeling and Trump being a, you know, a largely suspected, I'll just, I'll probably, I'll say he's a white supremacist. So a lot of the players <clears throat> do not rock with him. And they were saying that they weren't going to show up. Uh, it was reported that was, there was going to be a very low turnout. <clears throat> so because there was going to be a low turnout, Trump decided to just cancel the event. And then some people felt a certain type of way about him canceling, canceling the event. So with this episode, I don't know. I don't have a title for it as of right now where I'm not for sure what the title is going to be by the time I put it out. But as of right now, I'm going to call it expect to be disrespected. In the system of white supremacy, which basically <clears throat> means that it's a system that dominates all non-white people in every area of activity, and it exploits and it promotes the mistreatment of people, of non-white people, essentially, right? Um, and so the nine, the nine areas of activity that are dominate all areas of activity are dominated by white supremacy um in my opinion so that would be economics education entertainment labor law politics religion sex war all dominated by white supremacy so with that premise if everything is dominated by white supremacy and you're a non-white person you should expect to be disrespected. You shouldn't be surprised when you're disrespected. Why, Emmanuel? Why should I expect to be disrespected? That sounds like a defeatist attitude. You're sound like you're giving up or you're giving in or you're letting them treat you any type of way. And I'm not letting them do anything, but I'm in a system of white supremacy. I'm in a disrespectful system. I'm in a system that lies, that's based upon fallacy. That's based upon mistreating people based upon their race and, and their color, right? So I, I don't expect to be respected in a disrespectful system. You feel me? So um, I'm going to play a little bit of the banter that was going on between um, the pundits. So this first clip will be of David Urban, um, right wing pundit white guy if i needed to say that but he is white okay here we go the there president we go. disinviting the eagles this is cuomo is this another the moderator at dividing the here comes urban along racial Chris. lines at a minimum come on no, no. oh wait first of all so the moderator said trump is dividing us among racial lines let's let's uh, let's unpack that that's a very brief statement sounds innocent but let's let's go let's go deep let's go under the microscope this might be facebook deep but i'm i'm gonna go there so he's dividing us along racial lines isn't that what race is <laughs> isn't that dividing people up and the line of demarcation is color right so that's kind of like a 
All right. Y'all you, see where I'm going with that? All right, so I'm going to just go ahead and play it. Uh, not even close. I know. Listen, the, the Eagles chose to make this a political issue. The president invited them. They could have come down. They could have stood. The Eagles chose to make this a political issue. Listen to his words. Listen to the blame being shifted to the people that do not have control. Right? The white supremacists will blame the victim all the time. Why would they blame the victim? Because that's what they do. They practice falsehood on a regular basis. All right? Good there. They could have celebrated like all teams have done in the past. But they chose to draw a line in the sand and not come because of what this president has said before. They chose to not come. The whole team did not choose to come. Right? It doesn't make sense to uninvite someone if they weren't if, if they were coming or if they weren't already coming. Right? Like just let's let's follow the logic. So there were some people that were willing to come, but the whole but a majority of the team was saying that you know what we're gonna sit this one out. So that's the truth of the matter. For the past, because of his political views, Chris, the Eagles chose to make this a political issue, not the president. Because of the pre so it's the it's the president's political view. Yeah, he's a politician. It's not just his views, it's who he is. Why is it okay then that the president couldn't be better, couldn't elevate himself, Chris, couldn't remember ten, that he's ten, the president, ten and people in front of coming, the people's Chris. house, he disinvites them. Ten, ten people are coming. He pants the eagles before they pants him. Mm. That's some strong language right there. Let's, let's unpack that. Expect to be disrespected. If you pant someone, that is one of the most disrespectful things you can do. It's very childish because that's what that's what we did as as boys at school. That was so funny to come up behind your partner and pull his pants down in front of everybody. And then he's embarrassed because he got doo-doo stains in his drawers. Look at that nigga skin marks. <laughs> you so he pant this is a grown man. This man is a veteran. Mr. David Urban. He's a veteran. He looks like he's in his 60s. Uh, and I'm being nice. I don't know how old he is, but he looks old. And he's condoning this behavior of Trump. He pants them before they could pants him. He, he thinks it's logical that Trump should cancel it. He thinks it's logical that Trump should do something that could be considered disrespectful. It's fair game. You know why it's fair game? Because it's our game and we make the rules. This is white supremacy. This isn't black supremacy. This is our stuff. You're in our country, right? Van Jones, is this a pantsing or is it something worse? Oh, look, this is, it's, it's completely ridiculous. First of all, let's just be very clear what happened here. The president of the United States decides to punish the entire team because some of the members didn't want to come. <laughs> but he's banning the whole the team didn't want to come. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He's punishing the entire team because some of the people didn't want to come. But the people he's punishing who didn't want to come didn't even do what he said they did because they didn't even kneel. He is so far down the rabbit. Okay, so Van is going in and he's, he's applying some logic to the situation. But you, it's, you're always going to be in a circular argument. Um, when talking about race with a suspected someone who's like a heavily suspected white supremacist, I don't know if David Urban is a white supremacist. I really don't I haven't heard of him or 
seen him or you know i know nothing of him apart from this 11 minute clip that i watched on youtube but when you're using certain language and certain code words um and you're and you're blame shifting the the victims of white supremacy then i would i heavily suspect that he's a white supremacist i'm not saying that he is because i don't know I, I literally do not know don't know the man but i suspect that he is a white supremacist now if we try to logically reason with someone who is unreasonable someone who condones unreasonable activity what do you think you're going to get from that let me say it again if you try to reason with someone who is unreasonable and or condones unreasonable activity as a way of life i.e racism i.e racial classification i.e white supremacy if you condone that if they condone that like it's gonna be very hard to come to any type of conclusion or really point something out that's that's the opposite of what they think because they're already unreasonable so van is trying to reason with these suspected white supremacist thoughts and attitudes and i could play this whole 11 minute clip it doesn't it doesn't get too far you know what i mean but one one clip that i do want to play of van is something that it really it really hurts my heart to see him be so honest and, and not so honest but like basically get emotional you know what i mean because when it comes to the white supremacists like they don't they don't care the white supremacist not the white person the white supremacist does not care about your tears he does not care about your emotion he actually likes like they, they, they actually like to cause confusion they are they actually enjoy disrespecting you to your face and letting you know who's boss right they enjoy that they enjoy you they enjoy being their cool calm and collected while you are emotional they know that they can control you and they can trigger you by their continual disrespect and disregard for you and your life and they see you get emotional and they know that they have control still and you can't control yourself you can't control your emotions um let me let me play the clip let me play the clip that i'm talking about that i'm basically getting at okay ninth generation american chris a ninth generation american i'm the first person in my family that was born with all my rights recognized by this government my father was a veteran. Uh, I, my, my family members have served in this country. I don't need anybody to tell me what this flag means and what it represents. People in my family, people who look like me, have put blood in the ground, have put martyrs in the dirt in this country to have it be liberty and justice for all. And it is beyond insulting, beyond insulting for people to lecture us about patriotism. We've got done more. Hey, hey, no, 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 you've had your chance. Go ahead. Listen. There is a, a level of, 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 of patronizing, not from you, but from this White House and from others, that somehow African-Americans are ungrateful, that we somehow don't know what this country is about. We have fought in every war. We have, we have sacrificed more for that Constitution than most people. And if, if, if this man, Colin Kaepernick, can't kneel because of veteran, you're talking about veterans. It was a veteran that told them to kneel. He was just sitting on his butt, and the veteran said that was wrong. And Colin Kaepernick learned, and Colin Kaepernick tried to grow, and Colin Kaepernick tried to do what they told him to do, and he still don't have a job. So, so, and it's wrong. Well, well, and if you so, can't so, say it's wrong, then there's something hey, wrong hey, Van, with you. Van, so, so listen, what...
Van got worked up, man. Van got worked up. And I get it, man. I, I get where he's coming from because he is coming from a pure place. He is coming from a reasonable, logical place. He's talking about his family members that have fought and died and bled for this country. And they deserve to be treated equally in this country. There's no doubt about it. We deserve to be treated with the utmost respect, just as if they treat themselves and their peers with the utmost respect. But obviously, we're in a disrespectful system. We are in the system of white supremacy, which will systematically dominate, oppress, and disrespect people of color. We are the underclass. They are the upper class. That's how they see it. And when I say they, I'm talking about the white supremacists, not just the white person, because there are white people who do not believe in white supremacy. But the people that run the world and that dominate all nine areas of activity, the white supremacist does not care. Um, to give an example, like one thing I was thinking when I was watch after I watched it, it's like basically they they have you right where they right right where they want you, you know. So they want you to be yelling and reacting emotionally. Like I said, they like to know that they're in control and we're not in control. Um, the white supremacist is entertained van that you think the constitution was written for us if you think that the constitution was written with african americans in mind i should say africans because i wouldn't consider us americans back then we were just slaves so if if you think they are the white supremacist is entertained that you think that the constitution was written with african slaves in mind when he's talking about the flag and the constitution and what we fought for and what the Constitution says about treating people equally and justice, that wasn't about us, Van. And not just Van, whoever's listening right now, that is a non-white person. That Constitution wasn't written with you in mind. That Constitution was written with them in mind. The white folks. Not for us. You see what I'm saying? The white supremacists... They don't care about your family and the so-called sacrifices that you speak of. Look at it like this. This is just hypothetical, but just think about it. Follow the logic. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, you know, discard it, you know, chew up the meat, spit out the bones. Right. So does the founder of any major clothing brand care about some factory worker that made some shoes in the 80s but has now died does mr founder concern himself with the family of mr factory worker in the 80s does he concern himself with the assembly line shoemakers family does he does he no the founder of the company is looking out at all times is looking out for his interests and his family's interest and the interest of his business period so you gotta we have to understand as non-white people in america and basically around the globe especially in a country where well, all countries are dominated by white supremacy but when there's you know um white ownership of of assets on that continent 
we got to understand that they are not concerned about it. They don't see us as all men created equal under God. Like we're, they, they're not, they didn't, they didn't see us as men. We were three fifths of a human being to them. You understand what I'm saying? And the white supremacists still don't, they're not worried about you. They're like, this is, this is my company. This is my business. You're a factory worker from a third world country. I don't, I'm not worried about you. I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not keeping this country together for your comfort. You're just a worker. You were never intended to inherit the wealth that I created. That's the white supremacist thinking. We, they, they, they're saying that we, especially as black people in America, were never intended to inherit the wealth of this country. They have made that clear from the beginning. So the white supremacist is still very consistent in their thought, speech, and action when it comes to black people in America. We're in a disrespectful system. So based upon that premise, that's why I say expect to be disrespected. Because white supremacy is a disrespectful system. Once again, the founder of that company is not looking out for the assembly line shoemaker. He's looking out for his family, his business, his his children. He's looking out for his own interests. And quite frankly, we should do the same. Let's stop arguing, going back and forth, trying to reason with unreasonable people. Stop arguing, stop trying trying to present logic. Stop trying to logically appeal to suspected white supremacists, just stop it. We need to be looking out for the interest of our family and our businesses. Okay, cooperative economics, buy black, bank black, or whatever it is, whatever culture you're from, there is nothing wrong with supporting your culture and your people, especially under the system of white supremacy, this hostile environment that we live in. Support your own. Because this land was not made for you. This land was not conquered for your benefit if you're non-white. So don't expect to be treated. Just don't expect it. Don't delude. We, we got we can't delude ourselves to thinking that everybody is going to respect us or they should respect. I mean, they they really should. But don't think that it's going to happen automatically just because people are logical and reasonable. These white supremacists. Are disrespectful. Once again. The system of white supremacy is a disrespectful system. So. That's all I'm going to say today. I don't want to beat that dead horse, but I think you heard me. If you're still here, I think you understand what I said. I hope so. If you didn't, if you got any questions, if you have any rebuttals or whatever the case might be, if you don't agree, I would like to hear it because honestly, all I'm doing is giving suggestions. I don't know at all. I'm still learning on a lot of this stuff, but I'm just trying to share and, and, and educate in a way that's cooperative, you know, so I want y'all to cooperate with me. Hit me up on Twitter um, S at SX SNDLS. Hit me up on Instagram at SX SNDLS. 
hit me up on my personal Instagram, Emmanuel Sense 85. That's S I N C E, uh, like the past tense, Sense 85. Um, is Sense past tense or is that past participle? I don't know. Um, my personal Facebook. Emmanuel Williams, first and last name, my government. All right. So hit me up. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any suggestions. Um, and yeah, next week, the religion and worldview series pops off. I think I'm going to do, I think the first episode from that will either be, hmm, my guy, Luel Fantroy, um, from Everhope Church, talking about Christianity. Oh, I got an episode with Jake, Dr. Jake, man. I don't know if, if I'm if I'm going to have you included in the religion and worldview series or if that'll just be a separate episode because yours isn't. We're not necessarily. Well, we could we'll figure it out. Y'all, y'all will find out in the weeks to come. All right. Appreciate y'all for rocking. Grace and peace.